You're listening to the DIY Recording Guys podcast, your one-stop information source for DIY music production, with your hosts, Fadim Karaz and Benjamin Hall. All right, welcome to another episode of the DIY Recording Guys podcast. I'm Vadim from Calm Frog Recording. And I'm Ben from DreamLot Studio. Ben, my wife the other day said something along the lines of, she's like, Ben is like two frequencies away from Jad Abumrad, which I thought, who the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a podcast legend. Jad Abumrad is the, um, the host of Radio Lab. Oh, okay. And okay. Um, an audio guru in his own right. He's also has some some musical background. I'm she, too what? She said you're two frequencies away, which means I think she was trying to say <laughs> like very your, close. your voice is very close to his voice. But I just love oh, that really? she tried. Well, I think that's what she was trying to say, like your cadence and your manner. But mm. I love that she was like, how am I going to get through to these <laughs> audio idiots? I'm going to say it in a language they might understand. So she said two frequencies, two frequencies. away, which which I like. So yeah. if, he's, if, if he's 500 hertz, you're 498 hertz, I guess, maybe. That's pretty dang close. <laughs> That's pretty close, yeah. So that was our, said uh, our best review ever so far, which can't come in time enough because I think we're about to record our worst episode ever Ooh. yeah yeah we're uh we're gonna try to talk <laughs> about sampling and then we're gonna try to do some live on air sampling which oh we've exciting. not tested this concept at all and um i don't do a ton of this in the studio anyway so it's gonna be a bit of a learning experience and what is sampling i guess so i guess as far as I understand it, sampling is you're taking clips or loops of some other audio that's already been created and you're putting that into your music and maybe you leave it as is, or maybe you manipulate it, you reverse it, you change the pitch, you do weird things to it to make it fit, you know, your music and make it sound different from the original or maybe you leave it sounding the same as the original recording but you um it gives it a different uh feel whenever you put it into something different yeah yeah i think at its core it's it's inserting some kind of audio clips into your into your music but it can be more than that because i was thinking about it today what, what we're gonna do today is play around with like our voice samples, I think we're going to try to do it anyway. Um, you can record your own samples and then mm -hmm. use sampling techniques. I mean, if you think about like, uh, you know, like a classic MPC type sampler where you can map samples to keys, like to MIDI notes or something like that, and you can play the samples live as if you yes. were playing like a virtual instrument, which is where it gets very cool. Um, and this is where I think a lot of the, um, the real creativity comes in because, yes, there's a million sample packs out there that you can download and they sound fantastic. But I have done this once where I just, and in fact, we might try it today, but I've taken like a beer bottle and like hit it with a pen because I just, I was like, 
working on a song idea and I was like, you know, what would be cool <laughs> here is like instead of a hi-hat to have this like glassy sounding thing. And I just like recorded that and was able to like pitch it up or down a little bit to work with the song. And it was it was kind of cool. Mm. I was like, this is a Sam Adams sample that nobody has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something organic or different. I, and you can even have um, unintentional samples too. The one of one of these mm. records I listened to when I was growing up, there's this glass. It sounds like in the background glass shattering at this part of the song. And I remember an interview with the band where they said, yeah, we were recording in this studio and the bass amp was so loud. It shook the light fixture loose from the <sighs> ceiling and it exploded on the ground and they captured it in, in the take. And so they left it in. I love that. One of my favorite things about recording is that you're, able to capture this this moment of time in your life you know that's when you write a song you, you you're like kind of capturing a moment in time and these little easter eggs that come up on recordings those are things that you know you listen back to 10 years later and it's like looking at a photograph and remembering it fondly you're like hey remember when my bass amp sounded so awesome that it shattered the lights in the studio like, yeah what an amazing yeah. story to have i heard this this awesome thing that I like too with um, Machine who I talk about quite a bit. Machine produced um, Lamb of God's album Sac uh, Sacrament which is like a fantastic sounding metal album and he was saying he was trying to come up with the most unique kick drum tone uh, that he could and he was trying to do it like unobstructively so that it would still sound like the natural kick performance. He wasn't doing like sample replacement but what he ended mm -hmm. up doing he was he was trying to layer different samples along with the natural acoustic sounding kick just to like give it more punch or more impact. And he was trying stuff like that. He had like samples of like glass bottles being smashed on concrete and no mm. nothing was quite working. What he ended up going with was an old school typewriter. He had oh. like the, the click of an old school typewriter. And how cool is that, right? It's got that like transient impact. So he ended up yeah. like blending that keystroke in slightly with the like the really quick double kick stuff for this really cool um, effect. That is very cool. So yeah, give me um, what are your some some best practices before we make a mockery of this episode with with our events <laughs> here and talk about some ways to work with samples. <laughs> I I think the first thing that comes to mind is make sure that you have the rights to use the samples. <laughs> mm. Um, because you can get in a lot of trouble. I mean, at, at the very least, you're not going to be able to post your videos on YouTube because <laughs> they're going to get copyright claimed. At the very worst, you might have a lawsuit on your hands. So, yeah, mm -hmm. just make sure that you're using either your own samples or royalty-free samples. How do you know if a sample is royalty-free? It'll pretty much say specifically on the samples whenever you get them or on the website. Mm. Like, I, I think that I would assume a sample isn't royalty free unless it explicitly, explicitly says. Yeah, said so. Yeah, there's another, actually, there's another designation too that's kind of in between. I think um, Creative Commons. Are you familiar with that? <sighs> Somewhat. I know what you, I know what you're talking about, but. Yeah, I don't know if that's don't know the all US the thing, but it. it's it's basically means like you can use it, but you have to attribute it to the source. Mm. 
which is another kind of can of worms. So you got to watch out for that. A lot of times you'll see a CC or Creative Commons. So it's worth doing some research on what that means. Sometimes you'll see this too on album credits where you'll see like such and such sample is courtesy of whoever, right? And yeah. It's, with Creative Commons, like you don't have to, I don't think, get the permission. It's implied that you can use it, but I think you have to credit the person who, who created right. it. Now, I wonder if um, I think a great use of samples to pull another example is this album. How do you feel now by Joy Wave hmm. who they're like a, they're like a new wave pop rock type band. Very cool album. But all interspersed through the album are these like interlude tracks that are very ambient sounding, but they have Walt Disney in the background. And I think it's a narration from like one of his like old um, it's like an old video about like animation or about how the universe works or something. Mm. And they just took his audio of him talking where in the original there's just him talking, nothing else. And they put it over top of their music that they put to it. So I wonder in that case if like that would be a use of creative commons where you're not sampling somebody else's music, but you can attribute, okay, this is Walt Disney. This isn't us talking in here and you can get away with it. Like you're not um, specifically taking a Kanye West song and sampling a section of a song, but instead you're sampling audio from something completely else. It's not even music. Yeah, maybe. And and there is um there is such a thing as like, I don't know what the right term is, if it's like a statute of limitations type thing. But I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, for books, like um, for example, my my wife listens to this podcast that they take really old books that basically I don't know if the copyright is expired or whatever, but basically these podcasts are able to just read these books. Like she's listening to uh, Pride and Prejudice right now. And it's because like nobody's making money off of pride and prejudice. I don't know what the technical term right. is, but like now it's, I think it's like public, public domain. Public domain right? Yes. That- it's public domain. Yeah. So that these podcasts can use that, um, audio, there's a similar thing. And, um, audio hasn't been around for as long as books, yeah. but like eventually I'm assuming there's, there's already like this, um, like library of Congress has all these old audio archives of like speeches and things like that. Some of those are really cool. There's some crazy stuff from the 60s of um, like just rabble rouser speeches that have mm. like really cool audio clips or phrases that are fun to like play around with. So that stuff is um, is worth researching for sure. Yeah. But yeah, ripping stuff off of YouTube and just using it, not a good idea generally. Um, yes. Unless you really, really mess it up to where it's like unrecognizable, in which case it's which could be cool. Yeah, which could be cool. Yeah, for sure. When it comes to working with samples, there's a couple of different techniques, and we can maybe get into uh, playing around a bit now. But obviously, at its core, a sample is a small audio clip. So you know, you can. And the beauty of digital audio is that we have the small audio clip. We can copy paste it. Right. We can reverse it. We can put plugins on it. We can do anything we want. That's one way to work with samples. I mean, at its core, that's the simplest way is you can just copy paste your little samples and have them on different tracks and you can arrange them to make drum sounds or whatever you want. Um, 
I do this all the time. I mean, if you're just if you just need to like insert one sample or something like that, it's as simple as that. You just use it as a small audio clip on a track. But there's other fancier ways that we're going to talk about today, which Ooh. is to use samplers, basically. Um, but guess what? Every little MIDI controller it can be a sampler. Most DAWs come with free uh, sampler plugins or programs. The Pro Tools mm -hmm. one is called Structure Free. There's a paid version of Structure, but there's a free version that comes stock. What does uh, Studio One have? Do you know? Uh, sample One. Sample. Oh, is it? It's a. It's actually a Personas thing. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they're built great, in man. Sampler. They, they really um. They build a lot, out a lot of their own tools, which is very cool. I like that. Yeah, very, very cool. And you can do a lot with them and adjust. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later, but you can adjust all kind of things on your samples, which is really, really neat using those sampler pro programs. Yes. So let's try it. We're going to record some samples right now live into a session. Ooh. Let's see if I can set this up. So, and we'll just talk through how we're going to do this because, again, you can... Play around with this at home. You can even sample like your own instruments. So the first thing is I'm going to just create an audio track. And I'm going to just set this microphone that I'm talking into as the input, if I can. Okay, okay that's, that's my, my snap, snap test. test. Looks, Looks like, like the audio, audio is coming through. through. All right. So, Ben, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to, I won't put you on the spot. I'll do the first one. I'm just going to record. We're going to try yeah. to make a little beat with our voices. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to record a sample here. Just hit record. I'm going to do, oh, I got a click. Great. I don't need a click though, because the click is going to confuse me through the stream. <laughs> oh yeah. You're going to get speech jammed. Yeah. Kick. Kick. See if I'm gonna just check if my levels are loud enough there because I got a weird setup here. Play it back. <laughs> kick. Kick. Pretty, Pretty good. good. <laughs> now I'm gonna, I'm gonna set, set up, up a second, second channel. channel. We're gonna, gonna see that our, our setup, setup is crazy, crazy here. We're, we're gonna see if we can record Ben's, Ben's voice into my, my Pro Tools Tool session. session. Give me a give, give me a, a check. 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 Check, check. 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 Perfect. Perfect. All right, All right, give me give some, some uh, uh, give me like, like a, a snare, snare sound, sound or, or, or whatever you want to do there. Ready? Okay. Go. Here we go. Nice. <laughs> it's so <laughs> delayed on my end. <laughs> Let's see. Let's play it back. That was almost more like a cymbal. Yeah, I like it. We'll use it. Give me, um, give me something a little more, uh, with a little more transient. This is so embarrassing, awesome. Vadim. I know it's <laughs> terrible. I'm telling you. Well, there was lightning in the background. That would have been perfect for the snare. Some, yeah, <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna do some snaps. Let's listen to those snaps. Oh, I got a cool thing here. I got my little tape measure. I'm gonna record that. Oh, nice. I'm do one of these. Awesome. awesome. Here's what I'm going to do gonna with gonna that. Do I'm going to try to reverse it and, and see because the, okay. the transient is, is at, at the, the end. end. It's a tape measure sliding in, in and the metal piece hitting the tape measure. Let's see if we can reverse that. 
That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me something else that's fun, Ben. Ready? Okay. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Love it. Tongue click. All right. And that's good enough for now. So now what we're going to do is we got these couple of samples. I'm going to take 30 seconds here just to chop them. And what I'm what I mean by chop them is if you picture these samples now the way we have them recorded, we hit record and then sometime later something happens, right? What we want, because we're going to be triggering these samples, we want them to really be the transient to come in or whatever, the start of the sound to come in as soon as we trigger them. So I'm just going to clip them so that the, the clips start right on the transient. So cue elevator music and give me a second. Yeah. All right. The next thing I'm going to do now that I've trimmed those transients up is I'm going to name the clips what I want them to be. So I'm going to name them something descriptive so that when we go to map them to our MIDI controller, we know what they're called. So a little more elevator music here. All right. The other thing I'm going to do, this is something that I definitely learned the hard way. But when you we're effectively going to create a little sample library out of these clips. So we really want to do some pre-processing to, for example, level the loudness of the or the clip gain. We're going to adjust these things before we load them into our sampler so that when we trigger samples, they're not all kind of all over the place in terms of volume. And in fact, if we wanted to do some processing, we might even do a little bit here uh, to bounce these things with the processing so that we kind of get closer to where we want. So for example, for the kick that I recorded, I want it to be really deep and bassy. So we're going to maybe lower that down, lower the pitch down a little bit. Ooh. So I'm pulling up a pitch shifter. This is the stock pitch shifter in Pro Tools. Actually, no. I'm going to pull up a little Alter Boy because why not? Oh, nice. And I'm just going to lower the pitch and the formant basically to make this really a deep sound, a deeper sounding kick. 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 Mm. Kick. 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 We'll go with Not that. Bad. Not bad. All right. And then we have our symbol. Kick. All right. We're going to make that little 909 I think we're going to distort that and make it really nasty. What do you think? Yes, I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> I need some decapitator. Ooh, okay, let's do that. Decapitator is a great plugin. It's probably the greatest plugin. Oh, yeah. So decapitator is a plugin that has different flavors of distortion, so I'm cycling through them. I really like this nasty one. Yeah, I do too. That sounds pretty cool. I'm actually going to keep... It almost sounds like a tape reverse. It does. I'm going to keep, keep that sample. So, <laughs> DIY recording guys trick. Just get your little tape measure. Yep, that's all you need. You got a nice tape sound. Okay, okay, cool. cool. So, so now, now we have, we have our, our clips. clips. We've done a little bit of processing. The next step is we're going to bounce all these clips out as individual files. Because remember, a sample is just a small little audio file. So we're going to bounce them all out. And then after we have them bounced out as files, then we can load them into our sampler. 
Okay, now we have all of our files. So the next thing I'm gonna do is pull up my sampler program. And again, check your DAW. Uh, it probably comes with, almost certainly comes with something stock. So again, the Pro Tools one is called Structure, Structure Free. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna create an instrument track because Structure is effectively, Structure is effectively like a virtual instrument. It's the same thing as if you were to load a keyboard and then do some programming on it. The only difference is that we are loading our own audio samples into yes. the VI. So this is what a sampler program, like an MPC or anything else, even a piece of hardware allows you to do. So my structure interface just comes up with a little browser. And now I'm going to select those files that we just made, the files that we just bounced out. All right. So now we've made a patch. I'm going to rename this patch DIY Recording Guys Mouth Sounds or something like that. <laughs> yeah. DIY. RG. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. And now if we arm that track for recording, basically I'm going to use my little MIDI controller here. Let's see what we got. Kick, 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 kick. Yeah, I feel it. Basically, now we're working with MIDI, so we can manipulate the samples. We can make adjustments for timing, which my timing was awful here. So I can go through and fix all this kick. up. Kick. 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 I love it. I love it. Yes. Kick. 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 All we need is a baseline. Kick. <laughs> yes. Kick. 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 Beautiful. Now, just to fool around, I, I did pick up some speeches from, uh, I picked up some of Richard Nixon's resignation speech. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I am not a crook. Is it that one or is that a different Richard Nixon? No, the same Richard Nixon, different speech though. Different speech, okay. I have never been a quitter. I <laughs> <laughs> He does have quite an iconic voice. He does. Kick. 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 I have never been a quitter. Kick. Kick. <laughs> See, I got some good ones from him. I have always tried to carry through to the finish. I have never been a quitter. Kick. Kick. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, worst episode ever. <laughs> you know what I'm most excited about this episode is that we're going to release this audio as an NFT right after this. And you can buy it now for a million dollars. A million dollars, yeah. No less. No <laughs> less. Um, anyway, hopefully you get the idea. There's some creative things you can do, none of which, 
none of what we did today should you ever do because that was really bad. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. But but no, that, it's the idea. It's the idea behind it. It's the idea behind it's it. It's the idea behind it. And the other thing is like, it's cool to um. This is not really so much sampling. This is more like recording. But again, some of these things are would be fun to do actually in real time to a recording. So like, you know, if I like had my glass, just like make your own sounds and then play along with them and then you can manipulate them further in your DAW to do uh, come up with some cool instrumentation that is unique. I mean, there's a lot of bands that do this yes. sort of thing. You hear it all the time. Um, pots and pans and things like that make for really interesting percussion. One of the cooler modern ways I've seen people do this is they'll, EDM artist will um, have somebody sing and they'll clip out all the vowels and they'll load the vowels into the sampler, and then you can create unique vocal melodies using just vowel sounds. Wow. It's really wild. I've yeah, never heard very of that. cool. Oh, it's very cool. I should I should send you some stuff because then all the melodies just are like ah, oh, e, ah, ah, oh, ah. you know, it's just all these interesting like vowel. I, I guess because consonants don't have any pitch associated with them. So you need the vowels in order to have a pitch yeah and in fact uh that is another thing you can't you can do this we, we actually maybe we should tr show you that as well but you can load in a single uh sound and then pitch it yes. using the keyboard so in fact playing around with this earlier today boom yes boom 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 <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I love it. There's um you can actually do like if you're a keyboard player, you really you can create your own uh guitar instrument using this technique. You can hear though even with the voice like if you if you pitch shift too far off of the original recording, things start to sound wonky. So, mm -hmm. but within, you know, a couple of whole steps, two whole steps, it sounds pretty natural. So you can actually like pluck the strings on the guitar, record them, and then map them to different sections of your keyboard. And then, you know, you could be playing something like a guitar on a keyboard. You know, in theory, you should be able to do it with one note. But again, one note, if you just plucked one string, it would start. It wouldn't stop sounding like a guitar if you if you went too far away yeah. from that from that root note. So, yeah. you could you could use that as a cool effect, though. Like you could record a guitar chord and then mm. move it around and just put it in like a weird bridge of a song. And yeah, it's not going to sound real at all. But you could use it to like jar somebody into attention. You know. Yeah, totally. Could be I mean, something cool. Yeah, you might come up with something really eerie sounding, especially I could see with like a piano, maybe like a really detuned piano that's just mm -hmm. like heavily reverberated. And uh, yeah, you could probably come up with some really wild stuff. It's a good point. The goal is to have fun with it. <laughs> the goal is to have fun and uh, yes. make some beats that don't suck. Uh, not like yes. not like we just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. High, with high risk comes high reward or high failure. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's all I've got. Um, please don't make this the last episode you ever listen to. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, if you have any questions about sampling or any creative ideas for sampling, reach out to us either in the Facebook group or by email. You could get us at Vadim 
and Ben, respectively, at DIYrecordingguys.com. Those are our email addresses. We hope to hear from you. And until next time, it's the DIY Recording Guys reminding you to check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. All right. I have never been a winner. A winner. Kick, 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 kick,